No, we could totally push a car for a mile and a half. We haven't worked out in weeks. Why wouldn't we be able to push a car a mile and a half? Oh, it all, yeah. all falls down. This the real one, baby. I'm telling you. Southside, Southside. We gon' set this party off right. Westside, Westside. We gon' set this party off right. Man, I promise. She's so self-conscious. She has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored and don't make no money. But she won't drop out. Her parents are looking her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. She like, fuck it. I'll just stay down her and do it. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears. Cause her baby daddy don't really care. Yo, it's Kasabian. Sabian Lavo One What's going on beautiful people My name is Sabian Lavo Welcome back I mean it's quarantine day 5,600 and something And we still here losing our minds Aren't we I'm not comfortable with the audio Like at all Like I wasn't even okay with it During pre Year Anyway um, That shit's gonna be choppy Oh <laughs> no! I'm wearing a do. Hold on, let me introduce. This is my my podcast, Xavier Lavo Show. My name is Xavier Lavo. Welcome, um, to my listenership. Welcome back, as always. Thank you again, man. We've had some great numbers. I could tell the audience is growing, so it's really fucking awesome to watch and see the numbers just kind of multiply. Shout out to Paris. I don't know why Paris is listening to me so much, but shout out to Paris. My viewership and, and live on Facebook. Look, we were never meant to go live on Facebook. I just started doing it because of quarantine. So now that I do the show, like I'm recording my podcast for my podcast audience. And then we just do it live just to get interaction with people. And if they want to tap in and they want to watch, we were supposed to have this on YouTube. Just wasn't really a a thing that I wanted to do. Now, I have a do-rag on and I have... uh, Tired to make sure it don't come off, and then I just got a beanie on. I look like a crazy single mom with no beanie. My hair is grown to shit, so I got waves. Um, if you haven't seen my show, I'll reintroduce myself. My name is Sabian Lavo. I'm a rapper, a conservative, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and I think I have some pretty good fucking points when I make them. Now, I've heard otherwise, and that's fine. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, it's still my job regardless. I love doing this. I love being able to spread uh, knowledge. And if not knowledge, at least get people talking about things. <clears throat> it's a political show. It's a cultural show. It is an economic show. It's a show where we it never ends because we're always growing and always learning from one another. As I give you what I know, I hope to receive just as much as I give. And trust me. I've made fans that have become friends. I have made, you know, friends that have become fans and and fallen in love with my music all over again after listening to what we do here. Um, If you have a glass of Moscato today, please hold it up. Mm. Pink Moscato with some strawberries, you know what I'm saying? It's a mood. Let me see if we can change the vibe. Tell me where it looked good. Like, mmm. It's light. It ain't crazy, but it's just enough. Ooh, that right? That's it? I bet. 
I'm just not comfortable with this setup. Like we're still trying to figure like my my little studio corner cuz I got three studios in my house. I like to record in my bedroom because I'll wake up out of my sleep and start writing shit. So we have turned my bedroom into what looks like Pornhub. Like I got cameras everywhere, there's microphones everywhere, there's studio shit. Like it's fucking nuts in here. Blackout curtains in this bitch like it's just, we're full on ready for whatever. Um but yeah, we in here. So this has been a very interesting week. We've learned a lot of things. I don't know how happy or or how uh I don't know, man. It's all pretty disheartening. But, you know, here we are and we continue. For some reason, our leadership believes that we're behind and that the worst is yet to come. Uh I I don't want to say that I doubt our leadership and it's not necessarily um something i'm here to defend either but i don't think that they're prepared to tell us what they want to tell us and i'm speaking from from a perspective as a nevadan so if you're in another state another country and your country's doing things differently than we are i mean uh i've seen what the news shows us i understand there's been crazy rules implemented everywhere but nevada is a very very unique place and i think las vegas by itself is probably one of the most unique places in the world because of the las vegas strip like so much money condensed into six miles i don't think exists anywhere else you have literally stopped world travel because that's what the vegas strip is world everybody's here like you've literally shut that down expecting things to go back to normal that's scary and I don't think people realize what's yet to come. So numbers are going down. We're obviously on the other side of the hump. The craziest time has passed. Well, the information that we've been given and what we've been told is from models from different numbers that they've implemented. And they put in, you know, that two million people were supposed to die and and uh, things weren't looking good. Uh, if we didn't separate quicker or sooner, we should have shut down before, you know, the story was that we came in too late. That's what they tried to push. We came in too late and we're fucked and the worst is yet to come. But they never changed the numbers as time went on and we started doing things differently. So what would that call? Like, what, what would be the difference? Huge. Because if you change the numbers just slightly, everything that's projected obviously is going to have a big effect and because these are all guesstimates anyway we can't really take them as serious as they would like us like us to take them so when they say two million people it was a stretch a fucking stretch um how they keep on uh documenting deaths by this disease really scares the fuck out of me right and I'm still, uh, look, I had a huge, long conversation about this, but my uh, metaphor on what I think is going on stands the way that I broke it down. And I'm going to say why. So this is a germ that jumps, but my comparison is a hurricane. If there's a hurricane in Florida, nobody in Nevada is going to put up fucking wood and protect themselves. I feel like if the the biggest issue right now in the hottest fucking area is New York City, then that's kind of like the hurricane. Right. And it's just there. We need to just focus on that. That needs to be focused on the fact that the entire country is on shutdown and we're not making any money. and We're not moving forward for something that's only affecting a very small area. Why the fuck hasn't things changed? I know it's very contagious. I'm not saying it isn't. What I'm saying is, when do things get back to normal? 
We've already done the shelter in place. Now we're waiting for what's next. And what 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 is next? Is normal going to be a thing? Are we ever going to be normal again? You know, they want they don't they don't want us to. They're they're almost inclined and almost giddy about us never being close to each other. Not shaking hands anymore. You know, let me give you a uh, a little bit of um insight on Dr. Fauci if you don't know. Dr. Dr. Fauci has been around for a long time. Um, he was one of the guys that headed HIV and AIDS back in the 80s. Very smart guy. But I think the fame got to his head. So in times of crisis, we go towards other people that are specialists in whatever the crisis is. At the moment, the crisis is a disease. So we're going to go to the top doctors that we know and we'll ask them for their advice and we'll take their advice and move forward. That's what happened. Fauci said we need to separate the distancing, to wash our hands, wear masks, go to the hospital if we feel X. Uh, you know, things that um, there was a bunch of shit that he said, but he, he's been bothering me lately. So honestly, I'm not really OK with what he's excuse me, what he's done. And I'll explain. You know, he gave us the model numbers, but never updated the numbers. And never saying these models are never 100 percent. Not at all. It's just an estimate. You can't look at these numbers and think they're going to be like permanent. They really aren't. They're very, very flexible. And it's just an algorithm. It's just somebody punched in some numbers. And this is the shit that came out. Now, if there was an adjustment, we should have known right away. The fact that Fauci keeps on saying that the disease is going to predict when things come back to normal. That bothers me because the hydrochloroquine is working with the Z-Pack. The governor of Nevada jumped out of the fucking window and prohibited it. When Donald Trump was on stage and said, you know, we've been trying the hydrochloroquine and the Z-Packs. That was a mix. That's, that's the mix that these doctors are doing. It's a malaria medicine. The hydrochloroquine is a, a malaria medicine that doesn't need much studying because we know pretty much everything about it. The fact that it's working is pretty fucking amazing. So if it doesn't kill people, we should use it. Nobody said go home and try it yourself. Doctors are administering these things. So the fact that anybody thought that Donald Trump said take a medicine is beyond me. Never a thing. The fact that the governor of Nevada had the balls to stop a medication from coming in because he thought he knew better. He has yet to even step on a stage and gave us legitimate numbers about anything. All he does is come out and tirade about shit. Don't go outside. We closing this. We closing that. He ain't told us shit. Yesterday, he started giving us some numbers. It's been three weeks of this shit. He should be speaking every fucking day, but he's not. What is he doing? Can somebody explain to me what the fuck your role is if all you do is just tell people what to do instead of being a leader? Less people are going into the hospital. In these hotspot areas and the areas that shit is going really, really bad. So that's a good thing. Now, progress is always good, but for some reason, because it doesn't make headlines, we don't talk about it, right? Like, it's not a good thing. Don't nobody want the cure is never a good thing. We don't want people doing better, which is fucking ridiculous. So numbers are looking great. Everything is on the downslope. It's pretty fucking awesome that we're finally going down on something that was supposed to be so bad. Like everything worked, right? Like you have to admit at some point we did everything just right 
And here we are. Yeah, a, a, a loss of life is terrifying, but loss of life comes every fucking day. Like, that's one thing that's guaranteed for all of us is death. How it comes is how it comes. You know, you can't you can't go about it just going, oh, well, we could have saved more lives. There's so much shit you could do that with that it doesn't make sense to even bring up now. So let's just be thankful that we've been able to even move this fast and, and take care of as many people as we have been. And some people will tell you that they're not helping enough. But now we're starting to see, you see, true colors always show Seattle. They've been talking so much shit about Trump. They went out there. The army came out there, built them a hospital for 250 more bed hospital inside of their stadium. Nobody came. This is the same governor that said that the government, that the the federal government wasn't doing enough to help them in Seattle, that they didn't do enough. They built you a whole hospital and it didn't even get used. How come you're not held responsible for the shit that you do? Mm. You know what else is crazy? That everybody's trying to deny the fact that uh, herd immunity is a thing. Like, this disease isn't new. This shit's been around for a bit. And I'm very, very much in the belief that the West Coast had it, and we whooped this ass, and we're good. Again, we live different than the East Coast, but I think we already had it, and what the East Coast is dealing with is probably a mutated version of the one that we beat. Now, I use Dayquil and NyQuil. I didn't have chloroquine. I did not have Z-Pak or none of that shit, bro. And my wisdom teeth was fucking with me. And as a matter of fact, because of all this shit, I haven't been able to get my tooth fixed or my wisdom teeth pulled. So here we are. But I digress. Thinking of when I was sick and how many people I knew around me that were sick and that cough, that fucking cough was just endless. Everybody was coughing. They wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like it was crazy, right? It was like a coughing fit. Like, they were like, oh, something, 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 <laughs> something, 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 <laughs> yo, it was ridiculous, right? But everybody had it. Everybody was laid out flat because of this shit. Now, if we've all survived it and we're doing okay, and I mean, New York went up and down. There's a lot of people. They all caught it and things are getting better. Like, wouldn't we start loosening shit up already? Like, when is it? When, when do we start like getting back to normal for real? Like, when when does that shit happen? And why are we so fucking afraid of something that 97% of us survive? Like, if that don't give you hope, 97... There's very few things in this world that 97% all of us will fucking pull out of. And 97... Yo, 3% is light. That is a light number. And I know it's hard to wrap your mind around these things when you start bringing up numbers because it's lives. I get it. This shit is terrible. But we have to be realistic about shit. In a country full of what's 325 million or some shit of us, and we've lost a couple thousand, bro, we lose more people to car accidents. Six, excuse me, 6,000 people die every day. Just death. 6,000 a day. One person every 12 seconds. One person every 12 seconds. That's, yo, that's life. Now, I want to know why the governor. Just hasn't done shit really for us. I think Nevada's in more fear than most places. For what reason? I don't fucking get it. I think we've done a very good job. People are getting it. It's not that people aren't getting it, but it's not the end of the world if you do have it. And it's not even that you're getting it. You're just testing positive for it. You might have already had it. You see what I'm saying? We And we don't know if you can retest. Like, if you can 
uh, recatch it, if that's the right way to, to word that. Shit, Italy's starting to open back up. China said they back up and running. It's hard to believe, but if that's what they say, then when the fuck are we going to be back up and running? I got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be like this. And I'm such an asshole. Once I hear, oh, don't go outside, the first thing I want to do is go outside. I have a fucking song called I'm Outside. I can't even put it out. What's the point? Nobody's going to listen to that shit because ain't nobody fucking outside. Man. Oh, y'all started watching Ozark? That shit is wild. I, I, I'm... I So, I like good written shows. Like, when they're well-written, bruh, and they can catch my attention and they can really fucking hold me, I'm I'm hooked. I ain't gonna lie. I'm fucking hooked and I'm fucking excited to see what comes in season two. Uh, Besides that, there's been nothing fucking exciting for me to watch on TV. Like, um, I, I don't know. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, you know how hard it is to write music when you're not inspired? And like, yeah, okay, I could dig in the past, but I mean, I usually like things that happen and uh, inspiration has to come in the moment. Like, I could write a song. That's no problem. I could write a song, 10 minutes, boom, here. It's going to be structured well. It'll sound like a song and it'll do pretty decent. But that's not what I want when I write my music. Like, when I'm writing my music, for me, I want a story to tell. If not a story to tell, at least I want to put something that has some substance out, something that you can listen to. And most of my music is headphone music. Like, my music at times just like this. Like, if you listen to all the beats, listen to my tone, listen to how I rap on it, like, you'll really get sucked into my music. And unfortunately, I put myself in a corner because I started to work on music that was more up-tempo and, like, club-driven just because I want to do, like, a summer album that I never do. I don't do summer. I, I target my audience for early February and then mid-fall. Like, I like fall-winter and I like February because it's just uh, I got a vibe for that time, like, that springish right before the summer comes. Like, I'm after the club and before the club music, you know what I'm saying? So it's a science to it. And with this going on, everything is slow motion. There's no inspiration for things. But, you know, we just got to keep moving forward. Uh, What else bothered me this week about this bullshit? Oh, the way that they're classifying. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Because if, um, if you haven't seen the death count and how all that shit's been working, like they're, they're classifying certain things as corona death, but it ain't. Like, if you die in a car accident and you had corona, they're putting you down as, they're putting your death down as the coronavirus, COVID-19. Like, that don't jive with me. It doesn't add up. Like, it's hard to determine what killed you if you have it and something else. Like, if it was the trigger mechanism, I wish I had a doctor friend on Facebook. Like, I got one, but I think he's a fucking chiropractor. Like, I wish I had a doctor or epidemiologist that I could speak to. Because I would really like to know how do you classify a death? Like if somebody dies in a in a car accident with AIDS on their death certificate, you're not gonna say the AIDS killed them. It was blunt force trauma, right? Like I I don't know. That's weird to me. Like why put so many bodies on it? They've been dying to put bodies on it, and then saying that the body's gonna be on Trump like that's insane, bro. Chill that shit out. That's wild. That's wild. I don't even got 30 minutes. I didn't even want to do the gig. Like, this whole week, I was just, I'm, like, in, in a state of limbo. And it's really frustrating. 
I just, uh, I don't know. I know this, though. Saturday and Sunday, I'm coming on in the morning. And we'll do, like, a cup of coffee and a blunt or a cup of coffee and a bowl or something. And we'll just talk about other things. Hopefully, I get people to be more interactive on the live. Again, my podcast listeners, thank you. You guys know that, you know, without you, this this ain't shit. So, thank you for listening. Everybody that's on the live listening, appreciate you guys. Can't live in the past. We got to live in the moment. Thank you for listening. My name is Kasabian Lavo.